Welcome to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. The Ravens are preparing for Sunday's matchup coming up against the Tennessee Titans in London. And as they get ready for that game, we had a chance to talk with linebacker Roquan Smith, who had just wrapped up practice at the Tottenham facility here outside London. So what's kind of your, your impressions of just the, the facility here at, at Tottenham? Yeah, no, it's an amazing facility. Uh, just being here and seeing it, uh, they definitely take good care of their players in the fields, man. They're pretty sweet. Like, even the ones we didn't get the chance to practice on, like, they're pretty sweet. So, um, I'm a fan. Brooke, when we just saw David Jarbo come in, and unfortunately, he can't play this weekend, but when he does get fit, when he is healthy and ready to go again, how good can he be in this league? Yeah, no, I think uh, Jabo uh, has a lot of potential. You know, it's just more so about, you know, being healthy and whatnot. So I'm very excited for him to get back out there when he uh, when he's healthy because I think he can do a lot of good things. And we've seen that before when he's actually uh, on the field. He definitely can produce. So as long as he get healthy, man, definitely love to see him back out there. Brooklyn, um, John Harbaugh was pretty specific about why they chose to travel when they did. How do you feel physically now that you've had a – what a three nights sleep almost in London already. How, how do you feel your body reacting? Oh, very well. Like, I've been going to sleep like I feel like, you know, a UK, huh? But uh, I've been going, <laughs> I don't know how good that actually was, but I've been going to sleep like around like 11 or so. So it's kind of been like, and waking up around like seven, eight, like eight more so uh, in the morning. So it's, it's been pretty good for me, and I feel like I'm uh, adjusted on the time zone. I think tonight will be, uh, the be probably the best night of sleep, whereas I feel like I've gotten even more acclimated. So I'm excited about that. Did you play in London at all early in your career? Yeah, I did back in 2019, Chicago versus uh, Vegas. There they, they was the uh, Oakland in at that time. Who has the best British accent on the team, and who has the worst? Uh, I probably have the worst. And then, uh, I know I'm sure some other people have the words because I can get by with a couple. I can say a few words here and there, but I heard Tuck talk today. And Tuck, actually, a couple of uh, the nice people over at the hotel uh, was like, oh, my God. It, it was like his was pretty good. You know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> yeah, but mine is not the best. What are your good ones that you can get by with? Um, let's have a proper English breakfast. <laughs> no, that's probably not good. That's probably not good. A water. Like, yeah. <laughs> As someone who has already been to London, what were uh, probably the craziest questions you were asked by your teammates? Uh, well, some teammates, it's kind of funny, has never really been outside of uh, America. Like, uh, it's kind of funny. I'm just like, bro, there's so many dudes that make, you know, crazy means for themselves, create a great life for themselves and never really get out to see other parts of the world. So I never quite understood that. So guys would be like, you know, sometimes be like, okay, uh, what do they speak? You know, the language that they speak and things like that. So the language was probably the best one when you think English, England, you know, so when you think it from that perspective, but yeah, you hear some crazy things in the locker room. I'll tell you that. What sticks out to you about this Titans offense? One more time, sorry. What sticks out to you about this Titans offense? Uh, physical team, you know, uh, physical team, and that's something we pride ourselves on as well, um, knowing they have a, a really good back. Henry has been doing it a, a really long time, and uh, good quarterback in um, Tannehill, as well as, uh, you know, D-Hop been, you know, one of the best in the game for a while. So they definitely got some pieces uh, over there, and it's just going to be about, you know, doing our job, stopping the run first and foremost, and what they definitely lean on all game long, and then, you know, eliminating um, D-Hop as well, because uh, they're definitely going to try to get him the ball. So it'll be a great match for us, a great uh, great challenge. So looking forward to it. Brooklyn, do you feel like coming off a game where – I think everyone agrees that you didn't, you, as a team, did collectively did not play at its best. 
taking coming over here to having to change the scenery does that help kind of moving forward at all Oh uh, yeah, like you know, last week that was last week. Gonna leave it there, but yeah, definitely didn't uh, play our best uh, in a sense. And yeah, and when you don't play your best, uh, the parody league, like you, you can lose. But I think being over here, man, is great. Just also being here for like the fans in the UK, man. I think it's awesome being able to just you know put on in front of them and like actually see you know some good football and whatnot. So I'm excited at being able to do that as well as just being away from home and like having a chance just to bond with the teammates outside of the facility where we're at the hotel spending hours together and when you get to Norman even on a deeper level playing card games and things of that nature so I really enjoy it and I love just being in different places where people are some some are out of their comfort zone and it makes you kind of grow as a person as well as a team on there is um you know there's a lot of talk last week after the uh, Jags Bills game about the turf at, at Tottenham and um, you guys obviously play on grass curious if you prefer grass or turf does or or if you're indifferent, and then secondly, um, what are the adjustments you maybe have to make when you, you know, you obviously go to turf fields. Uh yeah, no, that's definitely been a huge thing um, with the grass and turf. And personally, I'd rather um, play on uh, actual grass, but you know, hey, I'm not the one that's making the decision. But at the end of the day, they can roll the ball out anywhere, concrete, basketball court, or wherever, I'll be there. That was linebacker Roquan Smith. Now, we also had a chance to talk with wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. Are you a fan of these London trips? Some players like it, some players don't. Where do you fall on these London trips? Um, I've been over here a few times, so uh, I definitely think London's a beautiful place. You know, um, Don't really see much sun, but I'm used to that over here. And um, I think the, the trip is great. It's a great atmosphere. It is definitely difficult to get adjusted to times and all of that and find your, your rhythm. But um, I think life's set up that way to where you have to learn how to adjust. Um, and this is just one of those situations, you know, and um, coming up, coming off of a tough loss, a team just has to find a way to be resilient and keep driving, knowing it's a long journey, long season. Um, and this is just the situation where we have now. But definitely playing in a game in 2016, it was uh, it was funny to be there, you know, it was the Giants versus the Rams, and I'm seeing Dolphins jerseys, Jets. Like, everybody's wearing their team, but the energy is still amazing. And I know that the, um, the fans over here are very excited about it. So it is a definite blessing and a unique opportunity. Uh, and, you know, just looking forward to it. Odell's, you know, you're a, kind of an international uh, star. Is this something that you, that you um, kind of relish when you play these international games? I mean, this is a chance to grow the game that you have a chance to, to be one of those people that helps grow this game internationally? Absolutely. Um, I remember when it was just kind of starting, I think 2016, and you know before that there was like a long break between the games over in London. And um, I remember going to Germany and the, I had like an event or something and the, the streets went absolutely crazy. And just to feel that um, in my heart was a crazy feeling. You know, I remember these kids followed me on bikes for miles pedaling I'm sweating I tell the driver just pull over because like they've already did a Lance Armstrong race all the way to come <laughs> to come meet so I was like just pull over and you know you met them and just for this game to be able to grow and see it you know be loved um, by people outside of America um, it's a true testament to you know the game of football which is a, such a beautiful thing so um, you know anything that I could do to help you know these kids over here and you see them and you know they, they want to feel what the football is like and throw with them. Um, it's a beautiful thing to see a game that could touch so many people. Odell, um, 
just kind of if you could update us on the, on the status of your ankle, I know it's sort of you know bothered me a little bit um, where you're at with that. Yeah, it's been tough. Um, you know, I've excuse my language, but I've you know worked my ass off for a long time since that Super Bowl, and um, just to have like a small, small setback which you you never saw coming, and it's just unfortunate, you know. Um, and and now kind of just getting readjusted, and you know it, it's behind you now, but you know maybe sitting there and in hindsight thinking. Could have waited one more week, and you know, to just get your feet back underneath you. It's a blessing to be able to be out on the field, but um, it never feels good when you're when you're not at your very very best. So uh, I feel much better this week, even though there was a lot of traveling. It's hard stay up on hydration, stay up on a regular schedule. Stay, there's so many things that you have to adapt to, but um, you know, there's no no time for excuses or um, putting blame here or there. You know, I'm a man. I take my wins with my losses. And um, I just got to come out and just be better, you know, plain and simple and do whatever I can to help this team win. Starting from my energy day, day to day, um, a lot of things that I feel like I could just do um, better. And I just got to accept that challenge, embrace it, and um, be exactly who I know I am. And just as a follow-up, there was a lot made about the turf, um, the artificial turf last week. What are the adjustments you have to make with you? Um, you know, it's something that I, I pr I'm sure people have seen me talk about on Twitter and this and that. And then, you know, it sounds like I'm the one being a baby and complaining, yet you see a lot of major injuries happen on turf. I mean, it's not even, I don't know. I'll leave the dilemma up for the Twitter warriors and all that, but it's just, I mean, just look at the results. Look at how many major injuries have happened on it. And, you know, God, God willing, like there's none this game, but it's just not a surface that's, um, you know, I think great for players to play on. Um, I think we have, I think they make enough money to where, you know, putting grass in stadiums is really not that big of a thing. I think it's not hard to keep up with. Um, and I just feel like if we're, we're talking about the safety of players, I think grass would be a better surface area um, for them. But again, like I say, life throws you curveballs. You just got to adjust and turf is what we're playing on this week. And, it is what it is. It's not really up to us. Um, but I just think that I think that there's a solution. Um, whatever it is, I uh, hope that one day they they um, they figure that out. Odell, Odell, I know you have a certain expectation just as far as production that you expect out of yourself. Just on a production level, how tough has it been for these these first five games? Absolutely, um, it's been tough. Uh, you know, just just finding a way to feel like you can. Help the team. Um, and again, that's why I say personally, I think that it starts within yourself, your energy, um, and the way that you internalize process and analyze the situation and what you can bring to it daily, I think will affect the outcome. And that's where, you know, I was doing such a great job early on and, you know, hadn't been thrown many tests, like leading up to training camp and all this, and then things happen. And I feel like um, I semi-failed the test God gave me. And realizing that is a lot of, it's a step of growth. And just to be able to go past that um, and to now embrace this new challenge and find a way to be productive um, with whatever um, opportunities that I do have. Uh, that's just the, the bottom line, you know? Um, make the most of, of whatever you get. 
Odell, your last great game was the Super Bowl yeah. before the injury, and obviously that's the biggest stage. But the international stage, as you watch all the media that's out here at practice, the international stage is growing. Could this be a game for you that helps you to feel like, yes, you are back on track? Absolutely. Um, and if it wasn't in London just having a great game, you always feel like you'd be back on track. But uh, I'll never forget, you know, these words that um, – Coach McVeigh had said to me, he was just talking about why he doesn't think that I performed well in Cleveland or here or there. He was just saying that something about pressure and something about the biggest stage, it it drives me even more. Um, it's not like an attention thing. It's like I just, it's like I enjoy the pressure more than when it just feels like a mundane, even though it's such a blessing to be playing at whatever time. But he thinks that the bigger the stage, the the more you want to shine. And I can, I can understand that. Um, and I've just been, you know, sitting in my room while I'm trying to sleep, you know, time zone's definitely a, a bit of a thing, just laying in my bed and I've just been thinking about it and how, how can I get back on track? How can I be the person that I know that I'm capable of being? Um, and I would absolutely love for that to start this Sunday, uh, you know, knowing that, again, it's a long journey, long season, and there's so many opportunities um, for us to, to take advantage of. So I'm looking forward to it and praying that, you know, th this is exactly what I would hope it would be. Along yeah. those lines, like, how would you describe your optimism? You know, I'm sure you're very optimistic about you know, all that's in store for this season. How would you kind of describe the optimism that you have um, about that ability to break out again this year? Uh, again, I think that's where, you know, like I say, I feel like I failed the test. I feel like I had all these great positive talks and then, you know, when something hits, it's hard to, like, stay along those lines. You can get bumped off course, and now you just got to get back on track. But it's a long season. Uh, I think, was it the 1973 Dolphins were the only team to ever have a perfect season and win a Super Bowl? Um, other than that, you know, there's been 50-something Super Bowls or more, however many more. Um, and it's a long season. It's about catching fire when you're supposed to. It's about everything coming together at the right time. So. You do have to be optimistic about the season, and that's where I'm trying to stay in that mindset of, um, you know, there, there's a lot of opportunities. You know, no team won a Super Bowl in week five or six, but it is about finding your way to that perfect balance as a team and finding your identity and what is going to work for you for the season. So I'm very optimistic about it. Uh, I'm going to keep continuing to preach positivity over myself, over my teammates, you know, and, and be accountable uh, for my energy and, and let that, you know, run through the team. As one of the veteran leaders of this team, how have you seen um, the guys in the locker room and all that respond to, you know, a tough loss followed by, you know, a long trip and kind of tough circumstances? I think it was one of those games, um, you know, of course, everybody was pissed. Like, nobody wanted to lose that game. Um, but just to know that, there's so much going on with a short, or it feels like a short week, a travel, uh, this and that. Like you just, it's one of those ones you got to put behind you. And if you would have won and it would have been ugly, it still would have been like, we, you know, so worried about the next game. Um, just got to continue to press forward. So I, I think the energy has been good knowing, um, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. And that was just, you know, part of the bad. So continue to truck forward uh, and keep it moving. What? Sorry, how's your British accent? You took out, you took the Mick out of Ron's um, English accent. Taking the Mick. Yeah. <laughs> In it. Um, how's, how's yours? Can you 
Give us a little um, impersonation. Oh man, I can't do it right now. I'm a little tired, but I definitely. Um, I get some chips. Go on. Maybe outside of here, I'll, I'll give you a little a bit of a British accent. Odell, you said you feel like you you failed the test, but uh, how, how so? Um, I guess you could say I didn't fail because I realized that there was a potential that I did fail it. So that's you know a little bit of win in itself. But just to me, like I was saying, I was in such a a positive mindset and it was because you know nothing had really went wrong and there was no setback so there was no you know feel like poor performance or anything going leading up into camp and then you know just some little things start to happen and you get into a mindset where I don't feel like I was as positive about looking at things that may not have been positive and, and looking at them as negative so that's where I feel in my heart I failed the test of um, just being able to take the good with the bad and to me to be able to look at it now, be able to smile at it and be like, okay, well now I know for the next time that it does pop up, um, how I can go about things, how I can control my own energy, how I can um, protect my peace, that's where I feel like I semi-failed the test. You know, not like I got completely off track and you know went down the wrong way, but just like a little bumped off track and just, you know, sometimes you need that reminder in life of, of uh, which way to go and which direction that God's trying to lead you. That was wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. Now this week is also really big for outside linebacker David Ajabo. He grew up in Scotland, so not too far away from here. And this week is a bit of a homecoming for him. Now, of course, it's not the homecoming he envisioned considering that he is currently on injured reserve, but still, this is a big moment for him. And he talked about that with the media today. Hey guys, uh, you know, I'm blessed to be back home. Uh, blessing to be here very close to my heart uh, and I just want to say man it's unfortunate I can't be out there with my brothers but working day by day you know working real hard to be out there and uh, through God's grace I'll be out there soon. How is the health David? How, what's the kind of timetable looking like for you? It's working day by day man uh, you know no timetable right now and uh, just working hard to get back out there. David are you confident that you will be back at some point this season, that this is not a season anymore. Yeah, God willing, yeah. And, um, obviously, the second year in a row, you've had to deal with a significant injury. How, how difficult has that been and, uh, in this process for you? Hey, man, everything's in God's hands. You know, you control what you can and, uh, you know, keep my mentals up by praying and staying close to my family. Hey, what's this week like for you? Um, you know, I, I know it's not quite the homecoming that you envisioned, but mm. still get to come back here and, um, you know, be surrounded by family. What has this experience been like for you? Yeah, it's a blessing. You know, I got to catch up with my family. Uh, first time seeing them this year. You know, I only go home about once a year. So, you know, I'm blessed to be able to come back and see them. And uh, also just experience this whole thing with my team, too, my brothers. So, you know, it's an experience of a lifetime, and I'm sure they're having fun. I remember watching um, international games as a kid. You know, how, how great is it to, that the NFL is kind of working to expand the, the sport here in Europe? And um, what are your memories of watching any international games or international games as a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see a couple couple highlights in that. So to be a part of something like this, man, it's definitely special. And, uh, you know, I'm confident that it's going to, you know, keep growing and keep expanding uh, to the world. 
There's uh, more and more kids coming out of uh, Nigeria going into like D1 schools. What's the potential for Nigerian kids? Yeah, there, there's been a lot, you know, just outreach. You know, uh, uh, my guy Osi, uh, he has a NFL Africa going. So, you know, that's a good little, you know, spot that people like uh, my peoples could go, you know, and uh, get a better opportunity and, uh, you know, hopefully reach, you know, the level, you know, I'm at right now. Can you elaborate a little bit on just how much family you do have and, and kind of what you've been able to do while you've been in town with them? Uh, yeah, just uh, my immediate family, you know, mom, brother, you know, dad, sister. And just, man, we, we were big on family time. So just spending time catching up. You know, our time's very limited. So, you know, just honestly, we've been at home. We went to one dinner, but just been at home, just, you know, kind of catching up and embracing each other. I mean, you know, you talk about dealing with injury. How much do you lean on them, you know, being that it's, it's a challenging thing for you to go through right now? Mm. You know, is it a lot kind of leaning on them while you have a chance? Yeah, it's critical, man. Family is the most important thing in this life. So, uh, you know, just to be able to tune out, like, the outside noise and uh, just know what's really important, what it comes down to. Were there any other sports that you into? Like, obviously, we're in the top notch of the training ground. Were you a first sport growing up, or was it only... Uh, NFL. I won't lie, I was a soccer player and uh, definitely Ma Manchester United was mine. I know, hey, Chet, look, look, I knew it. <laughs> no, I know they're not doing good, too good now, but yeah, I was a Man U fan, uh, but yeah, that kind of fizzled away as I started uh, playing football. Nah, nah, all nah. NFL, yeah, more NFL, yeah, just focus on Can that. Can I get a quick favorite player from United that, from, from when you were younger? Uh, I was, I see Ronaldo, that Ronaldo Rooney era when they were together. Nah, I, I went, my dad took us to a live game, uh, so I'll, I'll never forget that one. Uh, favorite uh, kid today, Daniel Akinkumi from the uh, NFL Academy here in the UK has just uh, declared that he's going to work at home. <laughs> Can you just talk a little bit on, again, a Nigerian kid getting an opportunity at D1 school coming out of not having grown up in the mm -hmm. States and just how big that, just big even getting into a school like that is for somebody? Yeah, a lot of times, you know, kids like uh, myself and himself just need a chance, you know, just need a chance to showcase, you know, uh, the God-given talent we have. Uh, you know, time frame, you know, might be a thing, you know, growing up in the sport, but sometimes you're just really athletic and really driven. So, you know, I'm glad he got his chance and, uh, you know, I pray, you know, he takes full advantage of it. David, um, is this just a rehab situation for you with no surgery or is that still kind of a pending decision you have to make? Yeah, just rehabbing, taking it day by day and, uh, you know, I'll be back out there. Do you have any ticket requests for Sunday? How many people are coming along? <laughs> yeah, I have a lot. Uh, a lot of people. Uh, can't really put a number on it, but, you know, like I said, it's a special event. You don't really get too often uh, that I'm so close to home and, uh, you know, my, my people could come. So, yeah, I have a lot of people coming. you get family into the box or are they just, you know, 500 level seats? Are you, are you treating them? They're going to be treated right, man. They're, they're going to be good. What do you feel like the NFL has to do in order to you know, give more young people from backgrounds like yourself an opportunity, especially even from England as well as the, as the game grows? What do you think the NFL and Baltimore have to do to, to expand that? It's just out, out, a little outreach programs, like I mentioned with uh, OC. He got NFL Africa going. So just like, just putting putting like little, you know, programs in place that kids could, you know, just go showcase, you know, just athletic ability and the coaches and the eyes uh, who have that kind of, you know, where they could scope them out, you know, they could just see them and, you know, give them a chance. 
That was outside linebacker David Ajabo. You also heard from Odell Beckham Jr. and Roquan Smith. On Friday, we'll have a chance to connect with head coach John Harbaugh again, so stay tuned for that. Also, head over to the Lounge podcast feed. We talked with Roquan for an in-depth interview as well as Justice Hill this week here in London. So check that out wherever you get your podcasts. Also hit that subscribe button here on the Press Pass podcast and the Lounge feed as well. Thanks for listening. Talk with you again soon. We'll be right back.